Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea, Ed Sheen for Colony Confidential. We're very fortunate today, and so are you. We have Rachel Mendez, a lady we met two years ago, who's come up with some really good ideas, someone you want to talk to and you want to listen to. So let us get on with that. As Ed said, we're speaking with Rachel Mendez. We first met her in 2018 at Pest World where she was a recipient of the Professional Women in Pest Management Award. She was flown out. I believe she got a grant, and she was kind enough to jump on our podcast and do her first interview with us. Since then, she at that time, she was working for a company. She's bounced around a little bit. I, I believe she's been with one other company since we've seen her. And now she's made the leap into entrepreneurship and has her own business, and we are thrilled to speak with her today about what's going on. Rachel, thank you again for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, guys. So I guess the question that everybody has is, how did you make the choice to cross over from an employee to an owner? And how hard was it? Well, it was, it was kind of, it all kind of happened all at once. So um, I needed to move um, out of where I was living. And I thought, well, you know, I could go work in Toronto and, you know, continue what I'm doing. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of feel like I'm in the middle of a life change. And, and I think that um, I just wanted something new. So I started looking to move a few hours east of Toronto. And when I started finding like, you know, good properties and good people, and I saw the need for pest control. So I was like, well, I have some ideas. So I just kind of started spitballing some ideas and I was going back and forth with my dad on it. And he was like, great idea. We can do that. Great idea. We can do that. So um, we bought a truck. He helped me pick out a truck and um, like I, I outfitted it all like a hearse and I had all these ideas and they all just kept coming. And I don't know, it wasn't really that hard. I mean, I'm sure, you know, if I probably never would have done this like in Toronto, cause I know that it's pretty crazy out there, but um, I knew I was going to stand out. You know, I, I've got kind of a unique aesthetic and then the truck is just something else. So I was like, this is right for me. This is good. There's, there's opportunity and this is my chance to do exactly what I want to do. And I wanted the creative freedom to be able to market the service, how I knew I wanted it done. And I had enough experience and education in this field where I was like, you know what? It's time. I'm ready. I'm good to go. And then I just started and I started kind of before I was ready because of this whole COVID thing, everything got pretty crazy for a little while. And I was kind of launched into it, um, you know, maybe a month or two premature, but I still did really well. Like, you know, I'm all over Facebook and people are starting to like recognize me in my town. And it's been amazing. Like it's, it's, it's something that I, I was a little bit nervous I'm not gonna lie but I had like so much support from all my friends and my family and you know I got my dog with me and she's my little mascot so it's it's something I was scared to do but something I did and I couldn't this is the best decision I've ever made. Good for you you know I, I'm glad to hear that you had a lot of support because I was told when I you know I, I left the job in the bank that I hit the bottom of the barrel but I didn't have a business and it's just working but I you know when like you said you kind of know this this could be it this could be my my road to security and uh, pretty good life i just got to yeah. learn learning more and more and more i had a lot of people tell me you couldn't do it thank god for my dad and my aunt Bridie. um uh, my mother even told me why don't you wear a suit 
when you go to work and when you get to the office, you can change into those rags you're running around in. <laughs> I, I oh said, I'm worried about the neighbors. Anyway, thank God it worked out, but I'm so happy to hear you had a lot of support. So but, much uh, support. It's unreal. It's been good. great. Good, good. Anyway, so you went out there and you had no customers or you bought a small business or you started from scratch. I started from scratch. I started with absolutely nothing. Um, all that I knew was the business, like all, I, and I didn't know really anything about business at the time. Um, so I'm like, so blessed. Um, my parents, my, my dad is an entrepreneur. Um, well, both my parents are, but my dad's a mechanic. So okay. he knows everything like that. I didn't know, um, right. technically wise. Right. So he, he helped me with the truck. And then my mom taught me all the business stuff that I needed to know. So all about invoicing and sales and marketing and all the stuff that she had done for my parents' business, she kind of passed it on to me. And I was just, I guess, never interested in learning it before. And so I really, really listened. And I just, I started posting on social media. Um, I started like gathering a little bit of a following and I asked a bunch of people that I knew um, from all over the world, um, what they did, how they marketed, what worked for them, what didn't work. I haven't, I, I, I built my own website. Really, I just, I wanted to do it all by myself. Like I didn't want to have to outsource anything. I just took the advice that I was given and I ran with it. So I had absolutely nothing. I had no customer base. I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, I just kind of, you know, started. And, and from what I knew of how people buy pest control, like I was able to kind of apply the experience I'd had um, doing sales and pest control, like, you know, sales for pest control um, back at the other companies that I worked at. I just applied that for myself um, and it worked and people love the shtick and, you know, people love that it's woman owned and, um, you know, that people, people are just like really, really receptive um, to what I'm trying to do. And I feel like I know what I'm, I feel like I know what I'm doing enough where I'm confident to sell it. No problem. Like it's, it's never been an issue where I'm like, well, I don't really know. You know, if I don't know it, I'm not going to do it. Right. So I've, I've just, I started from nothing and now I have yeah. lots. Yeah. So you, it sounds like where you moved to, you found a void or a, a, a crack in a pest control industry where you could fit in. Oh my gosh. Yes. There's a massive, massive need. Um, especially like where I am specifically, like, um, I'm right in the middle of, um, you know, a couple semi major cities. So I, I live in a small town, um, you know, that has a, you know, a, a decent population, but it's pretty spread out. Um, and there, there was just such a need for it. Like I did the Google searches. I checked who was out here. Um, you know, I've tried to make friends with like, you know, the wildlife guys in the area, which are not many. Um, I have a friend who lives um, further east and we've, you know, helped each other out on a lot of stuff. And there's been no um, kind of harsh competition. Like it's not cutthroat. Nobody's, you know, undermining the prices or giving me really a hard time because right, right. they need the service. They know what needs to be done. You know, they might as well hire me because they're already talking to me kind of thing. Right. It's not like they can call 50 people and get the best price. It doesn't right. really work like that here. Right. So I saw right. that. I saw that, that that was the way that it was out here. And I grew up in a small town and I love that country bumpkin kind of living in, um, you know, the, the tight knit community. That's what I was going for. And I'm, I'm so blessed that I picked this place. It's just beautiful out here. So you got, it, it sounds like you got, you, you got it, got in with the business 
And also you found a good community that's going to embrace you. And, you know, I remember I, my, my name became Eddie the Exterminator. Somebody had something called Eddie the Exterminator. But, I mean, you know, that, that helped me a lot. But I, I remember, I'm going to ask you, how did it feel when you got your first customer? Oh my goodness. It was surreal. The whole thing was surreal. It all, you know, like I told everybody that I'm doing it for myself now and I started to get referrals like crazy. So for a little while I was still going out to Toronto because I just happened to have, you know, family friends and people that I knew that needed service and they wanted me to do it. Um, and then I started, you know, being like, okay, I don't really want to go that way anymore. Um, and it just, it just kept coming. And then and still, I'm not even gonna lie, like it still feels kind of surreal sometimes. Like I'll look at my schedule and I'm fully booked till next week. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like this is, this is exactly what I was hoping for. This is what I've worked so hard for. And you know, all the experience and all the, the learning curves and all the mistakes and any, everything that I've done in this business has brought me here. And you know, I, I always said, like, this is funny. I always said, I never wanted to do it for myself. I didn't want to bring it home. I didn't want the headache. I really didn't have any ideas at the time. And then it became like, I don't want to, I would never do anything else now. Like I, this, this is exactly where I'm meant to be. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's, it's all, it's all feels like a little bit of a fever dream sometimes, but yeah. I'm just so grateful. Like I really am. This is the best decision I've ever made by far. Amazing. Welcome to the club. So glad to be here. You were talking yeah. about mom and how she runs the family business with your dad. Well, first, let me just say that that's probably one of the most important parts and one of the top reasons small businesses fail is because of bad accounting. Um, yeah. And that's, that, that's for everything and, and, you know, receivables and whatnot, depending on what you're doing. So are you using any kind of software right now or are you doing it like- Yeah, right. No, for, the, for a little bit I was doing it like manually because um, I didn't really know what I wanted to use. Um, so I started using QuickBooks uh, which is what my mom had used. So she already knew the program. It was really easy to learn. I expect that as I grow, I'm going to invest in a specific pest control software. But right now, like I can do all of my invoicing, all of my AR, um, pretty much everything I can do it right within the app on my phone. And it, you know, it has my customer base and I don't do a ton um, of like multi-res where I would you know, need to pull units. So this this seems to be working for me so far. I've had a couple recommendations on what might work just going forward, um, but I just there's there's so many things that, that I had no idea. I've always been good with money, and that's I think part of why I've been good at this is I know where the money is, I know where it's going, I know I already know all that. Um, so it was more a matter of like figuring out, you know, exactly how to like document everything so that it was you know easy and concise and everybody could read it um, but i've had really good success with this so far it's been good i would just say whatever software you're going to buy customer management software look to to a point where you may have a hundred employees whether that's where you want to be or not but buy something that you hopefully never have to leave because leaving is such a daunting task especially if you know you've grown a little bit and then you're like oh man i need something else that jump to the next level is so difficult from everybody that I've spoken to. Even for us, when we were looking to switch about five years ago, it was like a six month process. And after six months, we didn't switch because a question came up that the new software 
that we were going to switch to had a bad answer that wasn't going to work for our business, which is crazy when you think about it. Now it's a little better, I think, because at that time there were maybe three or four softwares. At least now there are a lot to pick from. Well, that's really, really good advice. That's something I guess I never really considered. And I mean, I never really considered having employees or anything like that. Like when I first started, I'm like, nope, I'm going to do everything myself. Uh, but I'm going to outsource a little bit of wildlife next year. Um, I don't really love heights. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, and, and I realized that that is like a big part of exclusion is sometimes, you know, you got to go up on the roof or near the soffits or whatever. And it just, it just doesn't really thrill me. <laughs> I mean, I've got a little bit of wildlife experience, a little bit of bird experience, but it was kind of an obligation. I, I didn't really like it. So um, I would like to get into that. Um, and then that just kind of opens the doors, you know, in my head, I was such a control freak in the beginning. And now I'm like, well, you know, if I get everything all set up, maybe I will have employees. Maybe I will, you know, have a massive thing someday. But right now, like, I'm so happy with it just being me. And I have total control over my schedule and what I'm doing. And, um, you know, like, I can come home in the middle of the day and, you know, take my dog out for a walk. Or I can go home for lunch. Or I can, I plan things how I want to. And that, it was the biggest reason for me wanting to do it myself was I just want to be comfortable and have freedom and enjoy my life and enjoy my work-life balance. And I knew there was no way that I could ever do that when I worked for somebody else. This is giving me the freedom that I need. My goals are all happiness-based. I don't have any financial goals. You know, like I want to be comfortable. Obviously I need to pay my bills, but mostly I want to be happy. And like, this is what's made me happy. And it's this, this is, that's the goal. At the end of the day, when I come home at night, I want to be like, I did a good job. I made some money. You know, this is all I want. Like it's, it's just blessed. <laughs> you sound very similar to me. I, I'm going to do the best job I could and blah, 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 blah. And as I look back now, it's like you're walking down the street and then somehow you turn a corner and that corner could be, I'm going to hire one person. And then you go and you get some better accounts and just start to grow. You turn in another corner and next, next you got better accounts. And it just sort of evolves. As long as you do a good job, treat people fairly, turning those corners seems to happen. And that's really what people value, um, the kind of customer service that is just part of my identity. Like I'm, I really try to understand where people are coming from. Like, I totally get it. You know, you're obviously afraid or, you know, you, you're grossed out or you don't want to have to deal with this. And I'm here to deal with that. And I'm not, I've had a lot of customers say things like, well, you know, the last guy who came, you know, he wasn't very friendly and he just kind of brushed me off. And, you know, I've got all these concerns of my kids or my pets or blah, 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 blah. And I find that that kind of separates me from some people in not just this business, but just in every business. Um, is that I've just got a lot of empathy and I really, I, I really try to use that innate feeling that I have to, to, to do really good. And, and people talk and people have been talking. I get, oh, I got your name from so-and-so or so-and-so found you on social media, blah, blah, blah. And like the word has spread more than anything else that I've done. Like I've tried a few things for marketing but word of mouth has been yeah. the big thing is people just, especially in a small community, people just talk and it's just awesome. And it feels so great when somebody sees you and say, Oh, you did my friend's house and did a good job. Uh, give me yeah. a call. 
I love that. I do like that kind of, you know, you're somebody, you're somebody. Exactly. Right. And people respect me and people understand that I'm here not to, I'm here to provide like quality and affordable service. I'm not here to brush people off or not call them back or make them feel bad or, you know, let them just be a number and get lost in the system. Like, you know, like you have a name. I remember your pet's names, you know, like I'll say hi to your kids. Like I, you know, like this is all a community, you know, and we're all here to, you know, make everybody's life better. You know, I'm not here to, to, you know, make, make this worse for anybody. Cause people call me, they're already in distress. Like they don't need me being that guy. Right. And I try really hard not to be that guy. And I think that that's we part of why I've been good. When I was working for other companies, learning, beginning to learn basics of the trade, I used to write down if somebody was sick in that, in that house or that apartment. So when I got the route card next month or next week, whatever it was, I'd always ask, how's your mother doing? Are you, who's so feeling better? It certainly helped it uh, for tips around Christmas. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it also sure bonded does. you with the family. Like, gee, the guy really cares about us and such a nice guy. And um, I remember I had, I had to let go uh, a guy that worked for me. Great exterminator. But he had the personality of a chicklet. Yeah, and, that's, you, know. you can't. You need both. It's a people business. And, you know, one of the first things I learned, and when I started in this field, I don't know, it was like seven, eight years ago, the first guy who trained me, shout out to Wayne, he told me that pest control is 95% PR. He said, your job is to not only like fix the problem, but your job is to talk to people and to it's, it's customer service. Like most of what we do is customer service and people will remember that. And then I remembered that from like, you know, a long time ago, so much has happened since then, but I specifically remember really absorbing that is that the customer comes first and you know, you, you have to make them happy and, and making them happy will make you happy. You'll get paid, you'll get referrals. They don't have any more pests. Literally everybody wins. You don't win by being, you know, like a chiclet, right? Like you just, you can't. No, and you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. The customer experience and great customer service is what helps companies stand out. Um, with that being, and, and from beginning to end, from the first phone call, which right now for you, everything is you from beginning to end. Yeah. Makes it a little bit easier. And again, if you, if you think you want to grow into having employees, is start writing down how you want all this you have it all in your head and i dealt with this late in the game about nine years into owning a business i started trying to take it out of my head and it's been a painful process but right now you're a, a brand new uh one one person operation start getting your processes in place here's how you take a phone call here's how you respond all of that the sooner you do that the easier it will be the overall goal for us, and I don't know about you, is when any position we hire for, even after their training, there's a place where they could look how to do everything. Even from at our office, we have a process for throwing the garbage out so that even if someone comes in today and it's their first day and everyone else calls out sick, they should be able to know how to do 90% of the things because there's a document for them to look at. That's an amazing idea. I love paperwork. <laughs> I love making lists and stuff like that. Anybody who knows me will tell you that I make lists all over the place. That's a great idea. Thank yeah. you. I'm going to use that. All about, for me, it's all about processes and then maintaining them. You might put a process together today and never really look at it again. 
until you hire someone and then you look at it again and be like, oh man, this has changed. I need to change this, that, whatever. Um, it's, it's one of those things that I think when we're starting a business, certainly for me, that we just overlook because we're like, I got it all in my head and I don't want to spend time on that because I got a million and one other things to do. So um, yeah, I would just keep that in, in mind. The other thing about, you said you were on Google and stuff like that. Are you like Google guaranteed? Are you doing any like pay per lead stuff or pay per click for marketing? No, I'm not doing anything like that right now. Um, the only thing that I have done like that um, is the Facebook advertising, right. which has been like unbelievably successful. And, and, I've, and I've kind of been watching on social media, some of the guys talk about how they haven't been. And I think a lot of that is just the community that, that they're in, right? So, you know, if you're in New York City or Toronto or, you know, Dallas, like it doesn't matter if you're in like a big populace, there's such, there's so many more people doing that, but I don't think anybody really is doing that out here. So when it comes up on, you know, like the lady from, you know, just down the road, um, who just happens to be scrolling on Facebook and, you know, the algorithm, she just said mice out loud. Now she sees me. Right. right. And a lot of it is like personalized. Like most of my advertisement is based on me, like my image, um, which stands out to people and, my dog, who's very cute and catches people's attention. I've never done anything like that, like with Google. Um, Google's kind of taking care of itself right now, but for just me, I'm busy enough to the point where I don't really need to be doing um, crazy advertising. Um, I think I will do a little bit more um, as the, you know, the winter months come, but really, I'm not gonna lie, I'm saving everything for Halloween because that is my favorite holiday. And I'm decorating the truck. I'm doing like this whole big thing. I'm going to be involved in like every Halloween event I could possibly be involved in. And that's where I'm going to target a lot of my advertising um, is based on standing out right around like spooky season. Right. And especially since everything is weird now because of COVID, um, I'm hoping to like kind of brighten people's Halloween spirit and stuff like that. So that's, that's my next thing, but I don't really have plans to get involved too much with Google because I think I'm busy enough already where if I take too much, I'm not going to be able to right. give the kind of quality that I like. I just want to be comfortable right now and see how it goes. This will be my first winter on my own. So we'll see how that goes. It could be awesome. It could be dead. It could be, I have no idea what to expect. You know how that is. I mean, it gets pretty cold in New York, no? Our yeah. biggest thing is recurring revenue, right? And, and that's yeah. what most of us are doing. Um, you're primarily residential, right? Like homes right now? Yeah, that's my preferred. Yeah, so we business. are primarily commercial, which is, you know, always good through the winter. Um, with all things COVID, we will be switching to a, a residential campaign for next season just to diversify the pest business a little bit more. Yeah, that makes sense. So speaking of COVID, how has that affected your daily life, family, friends, and the um, Well, right now, we're okay. Um, the numbers went up a little bit, but um, I'm far enough. Most of our stuff is like in the city. And I'm far enough away from the city where I don't really worry. Like, obviously, and I'm already used to wearing a mask anyway. And I have a bee mask with like, it's pink and it's got little bees on it. So I'm not even mad um, that I have to wear one. Everywhere you go, you got to wear a mask. Um, we were locked down. Um, in the spring for about three months. So there was a time where um, I was living with my parents at the time. I didn't leave the house. It might have been a little bit different. Like for now, like I live alone. So it would have been 
easier, um, you know, to maintain kind of my comfort level. But I really just, I was uncomfortable with the idea of going to work in Toronto and possibly bringing it home and making my parents sick. That was like my biggest concern. So I took a layoff from where I was working just, to, just because I was uncomfortable with it. And um, it was very new and it was very, very scary. Um, but, you know, there was, there was, there were three months where I didn't go out. I kind of forgot how to like, you know, socially interact with people. It was hard. Like, you know, you think it would be awesome to stay home all day, every day, but it was hard. Um, and then about a month in was when I decided I needed to, I wanted to do my own thing um, when I was looking for a new place to live. Um, and so then I used the last two months of quarantine to brand myself. So I went and got the truck and I got all the stuff I needed and I painted and I did the stickers and I used that time um, to get ready for what I was about to launch when, I, when things started to calm down. And I think we're in like, school just went back. Um, there's like, you know, obviously there's modifications and stuff, but the, the, the living here is, is almost back to normal, except you still have to distance, which I don't even mind. I mean, you can stay that far away from me in the grocery store and I'm not going to complain anyway. So, um, you just got to wear a mask and that's pretty much it. And I, I'm used to wearing a respirator anyway, so it's whatever. What about bars and restaurants? Um, bars and restaurants are open now. Um, there's, um, like a limited capacity and you can't dance, which kind of sucks. Um, there's like, there's no dancing, there's no karaoke, there's no singing or really anything like that. Um, it's just different. I'm not, I'm more of a homebody. Um, so I don't really go out to bars and restaurants like that much anymore. Um, I have gone to a few since, since everything kind of reopened, but the patios opened first. And now that, you know, it's kind of a little bit too cool. Um, for the patio, for the most part, they have opened the inside. It's just, it's just a little bit different. So all the waitresses will wear masks and it's kind of weird because you have to wear a mask when you go to the washroom or when you go to your table, but you can take it off as soon yeah. as you sit down. I think that's kind of weird. Um, but you know, that's the way that it is. And, um, you know, like there's a lot of community events that still aren't happening, you know, so all of like, you know, like the normal fairs and the maple syrup festivals and, um, you know, things like that, that, um, I like I like to look forward to um, they didn't happen and they're probably not going to happen and our borders are still closed uh, which is kind of unfortunate um, but I mean I totally get it we just there's nobody going in or out and that's I guess how we're gonna how we're gonna deal with this um, is just keep her locked down I can't see me I usually like as you know I usually go to Florida once or twice a year I miss it I really do a lot of my really good friends are down there and you know, I'm always thinking about them and what they're dealing with and they're like, it exploded down there. And I've just been like nervous, you know, about my friend's safety down there, but I haven't been able to go and, you know, I'd love some of them to be able to come up here and see my new place. But, um, you know, it's just unrealistic right now. I had plans to go to Pest World next month. Um, I was going to drive down in my truck down to Tennessee and I was all excited, but obviously that's not happening. So, you know, next year, but, uh, so are, you attending, are you attending Pest World virtually? Uh, no, probably not. I, I, the reason I like it is I like to meet people and network and physically, like I'm a, I'm a you know, tangible learner. Like I want to see the stuff. I want to, um, yeah. you know, like try it out. And, you know, really it's to meet people. It's like a, it's a people event. And, that, and I look forward to this one people event I like to do every year. And, you know, I was excited to go for my first year on my own. And, 
and then obviously, you know, it was just not meant to be this time, but uh, next year it'll be twice as fun, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely.